no matter where you are in your business, you're always going to be looking for a new project. Maybe once a year you start a new project. Or for those of you who are still in your nine to five and your big project is starting your own business, there's some questions you have to ask yourself, such as, am I willing to be a beginner? Am I willing to start from scratch? Another way to look at that is start over. Even with my coaching program, I feel like I'm starting over because I could launch a $2,000 digital course all day long. That is what I do best. I have perfected that over 14 years. The way you launch a $10,000 coaching program is different than a $2,000 digital course. I have learned that quickly. And so now I'm like, holy cow, this is a different ball game. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. One that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible. One that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. I need to tell you about a podcast that I love. It's called Imperfect Action. It's hosted by Steph Taylor, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. And it's a bite-sized online marketing podcast for business owners. So Steph is going to answer all of your business marketing questions and deep dives into all things online marketing, content marketing, social media marketing, and marketing strategy for business owners. So if you love online marketing made easy, I think you're going to love Imperfect Action as well. I loved her recent episode about how to turn your audience into paying clients. Uh, yes, please. And she talks about how to use better call to actions, streamline your sales funnel, and so much more. You can listen to Imperfect Action wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to Online Marketing Made Easy. 
I hope you are having a wonderful day. And I always know that you have so many options for listening to people's podcasts. And the fact that you chose mine means the world to me. So thanks so much for tuning in. I never take that lightly. So today we're talking about your capacity for zero. So if you're listening right now and you already have a business, you are going to get so much value out of this shorty episode If you are going to be taking on any new projects this year, like in the next year, if you're taking on any new projects, you're going to love this episode and get a lot of value from it. Also, if you are still in your nine to five job and you're thinking about quitting your job and starting your own business, you will absolutely walk away from this episode with immense value. And so basically, no matter where you are in your journey, this one's for you. And it's basically what I'm going to talk about some new content that I created during my book launch. I don't talk about this concept in my book, but it came out of the hundred plus interviews that I did for my book. And so it's this concept called capacity for zero. And it's essentially looking at how willing are you to start from zero? How willing are you to say, I'm not an expert. I don't have a lot of clout in this area. I do have to start from the ground up to make this work. And I'm willing to put my ego aside and start from scratch, not knowing if it's going to work out or not. Now, that is very real for anybody listening now that's still in a nine to five job and wants to start a business. But it's also very real for you if you are starting a new project. Like in my business, This year, we kicked off a one-on-one coaching program that I have very big hopes for. I really do believe it's going to become a huge piece of my business in the next few years. And there's so much work I need to do in order to figure out the perfect coaching offer, as well as the really, you know, most strategic way to market it. I have never, ever had a one-on-one coaching program in my business in the 14 years that I've been around. And so I really do believe when it comes to selling a high-end coaching program, I am starting from zero. And also, I've talked a lot about my book on this podcast. You know, when I look back now, it's been over a month since my book came out. And to say that I have a New York Times bestselling book, still blows my mind to think that my book in my photo was in New York and Times Square on a huge billboard. Yeah, that still blows my mind. Never in a million years did I think something like that would happen. But the thing is, I had to be willing to literally have no idea what I was doing. And I had to be willing to fail, willing to say that that didn't work out as planned. I had to be willing to say that or to Be honest with myself that this might not work, but still do it. And that is not easy because the truth is that all of us, you, me, we come with success to the table. And what I mean by that is if you're, and you're still in your nine to five job, you actually have clout in your business. You know what you're doing. If you're still in your nine to five job, you showed up for work this morning and you felt fairly confident that you were going to crush it, right? You, you know what you're doing in your job. 
If you've been there for a while, I was just with my high school best friend this weekend. She retired at 45 from her marketing job. She like had a big wig marketing position, um, but she was with the company for 22 years. It was her only job she's ever had. It was her first job out of college. She stayed there for 22 years and uh, rose up the ranks and uh, left at 45. And the reason I tell you this is she had a lot of confidence in her job. She had a lot of clout in what she did. So if she were to leave that job and start a business, some of that clout goes away. She now starts from ground zero, no email list, no social media, no one knows who she is online. Like a lot of the stuff that might boost your ego in your nine to five job is no longer there when you start your business. You have to have a high capacity for zero in order to put that ego aside. Or let's say someone like me. So I'm starting this one-on-one coaching program and it's a, it's a, like a $10,000 offer. I have never offered anything more than $2,000 and I surely hasn't have never put together a coaching program and I have to be willing to say this might crash and burn. And and that is a bruise to my ego because I've had so much success in this business. I have to be willing to say I don't know if promoting it this way is going to work and quite honestly we've done a lot of testing over the last year like under the radar with this coaching program. And I've tried many things that have not worked out as I thought they would. And so we've gone back to the drawing board to talk about the coaching program in a different way, rework the coaching offer, talk to our students who didn't buy it. Like there has been a lot of trial and error that feels scary to me, but my capacity for zero, meaning starting over is very high because I want it really bad. I really do think that one-on-one strategic marketing coaching is the next direction for my business. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to have my digital courses and my membership. I just mean it is going to be a new vertical in the business that I think are going to help people's businesses explode. But I have to figure it out. And so I want to put out there that no matter where you are in your business, you're always going to be looking for a new project. Maybe once a year you start a new project, or for those of you who are still in your nine to five and your big project is starting your own business, there's some questions you have to ask yourself, such as, am I willing to be a beginner? Am I willing to start from scratch? Another way to look at that is start over. Like even with my coaching program, I feel like I'm starting over because I could launch a $2,000 digital course all day long. That is what I do best. I have perfected that over 14 years. The way you launch a $10,000 coaching program is different than a $2,000 digital course. I have learned that quickly. And so now I'm like, holy cow, this is a different ball game. I have to create a webinar to launch the coaching program. That webinar looks nothing like a webinar to launch a $2,000 course. And so I've got to figure it out. I've got to watch other people's webinars. I'm calling my friends, asking for advice. I'm hiring a coach to help us. Like I'm doing all the things that you do if you're starting from scratch. Now I've got privilege here. I'm well aware I have money to invest in learning this and I have some knowledge that I'm going to pull from, of course, 
but it is a different ball game here. So I have to be willing to be a beginner. But I think that is easier said than done because for a lot of people, including myself, when you've succeeded, when you've achieved, let's say if you're still in your nine to five job, you've achieved a lot of professional success, it can be really hard to go back to square one. So if that sounds like you and you're considering, let's say, starting a business, for those of you who are considering starting a business, you're still in your nine to five job, or you're trying to start a business right now and you're really struggling, I really encourage you to ask yourself, am I willing to be perceived as an amateur when I used to be a pro? Am I willing to start from zero when I've been a legitimate authority in my field for so long? Am I okay with not getting any recognition or even being criticized as I figure this out? Am I willing for it not to work out over and over and over again until it does? And if you're struggling to answer yes to any of these questions, it's important that you start strengthening your capacity for zero because the higher your capacity for zero, you're more likely to take risks, more likely to put yourself out there, and you're definitely more willing to fail. And the more willing you are to fail, the more likely you are to eventually succeed. So one really great example of someone super successful who has a strong capacity for zero is Oprah. Now, Oprah is one of the most renowned TV personalities in history, but when she first quit her talk show and started OWN, her television network, the ratings were terrible. After 25 years of being number one, I mean, Oprah was on top of the daytime television circuit, right? She was the number one. She new success. She had it every day. She was the pro. She didn't fail. She was tested, tried and true. And she had a really strong stance in where she was. So when she started her network, she had to dig deep to get comfortable with being new at something. She's talked about this publicly. She also had to work really hard to figure out how to make this network work. Not only was she starting something she had never done before, and you could argue, yeah, but she had so much success, so much knowledge, so much skill, such a big team, she could figure it out. Of course she could figure it out, but she still had to start from zero in terms of never having done this before. And it was really hard. There was so much media about how it was a failing network. Like right out of the gate, it did not do well. And there was so much question like, is this going to fail? Is Oprah's next big thing not going to work? And I can imagine how hard hearing all that media would have been seeing it and hearing it. Like there's no way Oprah just like brushed it off. It had to hit her hard. She's human, right? And so for us, we don't get like all the media saying, oh my gosh, Amy's coaching programs, it's it's not going to work. Like I'm not at that level, right? but I still have all those feelings that come up with what if this doesn't work? So during that time when Oprah's network was struggling, 
This is what she said. She was quoted as saying, you can't even think about quitting. You have been in cruise control. It's going to turn around and you've got to do the work. That's what she said. She said, you've been in, she was talking about herself, like we've been in cruise control. And that's what a lot of us have been in, in our nine to five jobs, cruise control. You show up at work today. You know what you're doing. You have confidence. That cruise control, boom, turns off the minute you decide to leave that nine to five job and start an online business. There's no cruise control happening and starting your business. Or for me, that cruise control of launching digital courses, boom, totally turned off the minute I tried to launch this coaching program in kind of the same way. And I I didn't hit the goal that I thought I would hit right out of the gate. She says, it's going to turn around, but you've got to do the work. And when, when I read that, I was like, that's it. It's doing the work. So here's a good way to think about it. Imagine the numbers one through 10 all listed in front of you. Number one represents where you are now. Maybe you're working a corporate job or you're just getting started with your online business. So you're like at a two or three. Or for me, I've never launched a high-end coaching program. I feel like I'm at a one in terms of one to 10. So number 10 represents the business you want or the success you want with a project. And number one is I'm just starting out from scratch. So 10, you're making great money, calling the shots, being the boss. One is I haven't made a cent with this yet. And I am very, very new to this project or going out on my own or whatever it is. So if you want to go from where you are now, let's say number one, to where you are crushing it at number 10, guess what's in the middle? A lot of work. There's a reason why they call it the messy middle, and it's because there will always be challenges, setbacks, confusion, and overwhelm when you're trying to do something you've never done before. Why would you expect this to be easy? Why do you think it should come together quickly for you? Why do you think it should be working right now? Like if you're multitasking, come back to me because I think that's such a great question. And it's one that was recently asked to me. So when we beta tested the coaching program, it did really well. But when we put it out in kind of a different way, kind of under the radar, many of you didn't even see how we did it. But when we did it to a small group, it didn't do as well as I wanted. And I felt really defeated and disappointed. And I went to a lunch with two of my friends here in Nashville that are kind of in the industry with me. And one of the guys said to me, why are you disappointed? I'm like, oh, I just, I didn't hit the goal the second time out. And he's like, and why did you expect to? And I said, well, I, I've had a lot of success in my business. He's like, in coaching? Like for, for a high end coaching program, kind of with a smile on his face. I'm like, well, no, but I've done other things. He's like, Amy, this is different than anything you've ever done before. This is, this is literally dramatically different than anything you've ever done before. Why are you expecting to hit a home run on like day one? And he's totally right. Like I didn't even give myself time to figure it out. And here's the beautiful thing. We've been working on this for a while. And because I didn't hit my goal that like kind of second time out, we changed some things to make the program so much better. So anyone that's in my coaching program right now, just for the record, my defeat 
turned into something so amazing that you're part of right now. I wouldn't have even gotten to where I am now. And it's just a little baby step. We just, we launched it to a very small group and there's people in my coaching program getting great results right now. And I'm so excited, but we wouldn't even, even get that far if I didn't have those setbacks in the beginning. And I know I'm going to have more setbacks to make the program even better. Like I see this as a very long journey for me, but I love that he said, why did you even expect it to be a huge success? And, and I, I realized, oh, it's because I've been successful at other things. It doesn't matter. This is new. This is different. And you have to give yourself grace. And I think the setbacks that we all experience allow us to build something that's very meaningful to me. I feel very invested in this brand new coaching program that I'm building because I've worked at it so intimately with my team and with my students that are a part of it. I feel very connected to it. And if it came really easy right out of the gate, to be quite honest, I wouldn't have felt that way. I just know it. It wouldn't have meant as much to me as it does because I wouldn't have had to work so hard at making it right. So let's say that you're willing to start from scratch. You're willing to do the work and you're all in with, for those of you who need to start a business, starting your business. So one other thing you can do to strengthen that capacity for zero, even though you're like, I'm all in, sometimes it will help if you create a plan B. So that way, if you do something and worst case scenario happens, meaning whatever it is you're trying to do, it crashes and burns. Like if it doesn't work out, you have a backup plan. My friend, Jenna Kutcher, she talks a lot about this, having a backup plan. Like when she left her nine to five job, if this all doesn't work, here's what I can do instead to get back on my feet. Well, I love that. And you can do that with any project you're working on. And so for me, like this coaching program, really the plan B was that we would literally all go back to the drawing board, my entire team. We would scratch what we did. We would come up with another plan and I'd be willing to hire a business coach to help us. Now, again, I'm very fortunate because I have money in the business so I can do that. So you can't judge my plan B with yours. We're in different places perhaps, but I knew that I had a plan B. I could ask for help. I could get a coach. I could come back to the drawing board and start over that we were giving ourselves time. That was another part of my plan B. Let's just give ourselves some time to figure this out. It doesn't have to be a home run. So when once I talked to my friend, I was like, oh, I'm expecting a home run, even though I've never done this before. What if I gave myself some more time? And worst case scenario, it doesn't work. What can I do to actually come back to the drawing board? So I just wanted to share this with you because the higher your capacity for zero, the more opportunity you have to win and to succeed. So it means we have to take our ego out. It means we have to be willing to be a beginner or an amateur and not a pro. We have to be willing to say that didn't work and what can I do instead? You have to be willing to take risks and go back to the drawing board and throw it all out and start all over. You might not need to, but you have to be willing to do that. So we always say that so much of being in entrepreneurship is your mindset, right? And this is absolutely a mindset shift. Your capacity for zero, the stronger it is, the more willing you are 
to stay in the game and to make it work, which means the closer you are to success. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to strengthen your capacity for zero. You're going to need to come back to that again and again. So ask yourself some of those tough questions I asked earlier. And like, are you willing to start from zero? Are you willing to be a beginner or an amateur? Are you willing to crash and burn and get back up? And then I really want you to think about that because this by no means is an exercise to discourage you from starting a project or starting a business. It's an exercise to help you become the best you can possibly be at no matter what it is that you're going after. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. All right. I hope you love this shorty episode. And maybe if you have a friend that's starting a business or a brand new project and they're struggling, maybe you can grab the link to this episode and share it with them because my goal is to get these episodes out in front of as many people who need them so that we can all have thriving businesses where we call the shots and we work exactly how we want to work in our business. Thanks so much for tuning in. And um, I know I'm going to get questions about this. Our coaching program is not currently open, but if you want to get on the wait list, amyporterfield.com forward slash coach, amyporterfield.com forward slash coach. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you Thursday for more entrepreneurial goodness. Bye for now. Do you ever feel like there isn't enough time in the day? Uh, yeah, me too. And as a busy marketer, you really don't have time to deal with tedious tasks like manually updating reports or chasing down teams to figure out if targets have slipped. Luckily for us entrepreneurs, HubSpot CRM or customer relationship management platform can help. Nurture leads with email marketing, optimize the customer journey with ad management, and have one-on-one conversations at scale with chat automation all from one CRM platform. Plus, you can get up and running in no time so you can spend less time on your software and more time creating better customer experiences. So whether you're funneling new leads from your latest campaign or designing a website, HubSpot CRM's intuitive platform is a delight to use. Your team is going to thank you. It has never been easier to reach your goals. Learn more and get started for free at HubSpot.com.